Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottagecore life. <clears throat> so you can hear I've been under the weather again. Um, I know my episodes are so far between, but I'm really not feeling very well, but I'm hoping to be on the mend. So to all of my friends, I do apologize, and I hope that life will see that we will get a little better together. Today, it's a rainy day here in Michigan. And it may be a rainy day where you are. I have some friends down south in Louisiana who got hit with all things uh, a tornado scare. They actually had a few tornadoes in this part of the world. So it's unusual for them to hit there like that. So I was thinking uh, with all the storms and other things, many of us have children who become quite agitated when the rains begin and the winds kick up. And what better way to make them feel better if there's not imminent danger and you're not taking shelter, but on a rainy day, to do something that's unusual for a rainy day activity. Now, most of us have been raised with the idea that getting wet will give you a sickness, but that's not always true. And there's no reason for the fun to stop because the rain drops. So take out your big book of Now, open up your big book of stuff. And uh, let's turn to the section on rainy day activities with the children. Let's get started. So it's rainy and it's cold and the pitter-patter is just coming down and you just don't really feel like going outside. That's the perfect time to go outside. As long as it's safe, developing a relationship with the rain and the weather and the way the world changes around us is one way to help children learn how to manage their moods and overcome adversity and enjoy what life has to offer. Now, if you have rain boots, this is great. You can do this and they won't come in and track everything everywhere. But there's another option that you can use, and that is to keep nice big towels by the inside door so that once they come in, they can dry off and I wouldn't mess up their good shoes I would let them go out barefoot if you can let them literally go outside and run around and splash in the rain barefoot just to make sure you let them know that if they're on grass grass is slippery when it's wet so they could have some spills and some falls I mean you'd let them go out on the slip and slide usually there's not much difference just make sure that where they're playing, you know it's clean and there's no sharp objects that they could hurt themselves uh, with if they fall down. Also, let them take the dog out. Yes, I know, wet dogs. But again, playing in the rain is good for them. It helps them develop the ability for their bodies to self-regulate as well. So don't keep them indoors necessarily. Let them get out and they get their splish splash on. Another thing you can do, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is not the same mellifluous voice you're used to today. Uh, another thing you can do is have them go outside and make their own self-feeding water table. And you do this by, if you have a water table, this is great. Not everyone does. But if you found an old table that you could thrift 
or find uh, in the garbage or at a resale. You could really cover it in plastic. Metal tables are best for this. Uh, just cover them down with beeswax and oil so they don't rust out too quickly. And go outside and put a nice cloth on it. Yes, it's okay to let it get wet. And they could have a water table. You can do this by putting a small uh, dish pan there for washing dishes or build one with a large square of wood uh, box and that way they can have sand in there. Um, that way when it fills up they can make sand castles. You could also have them have a, an array of different containers that they could watch fill up and keep track on. Does a skinny container fill up faster than a wide mouth container? There's, is there a difference in color? Is there a difference between a stone or a glass or a plastic container and how the water reacts and fills up? They could take a bunch of different glasses and use different food colorings to make an entire design. Let them get out there and play. This is also a great time for them to do something like have a color fight. Okay, so definitely you would want to do this on the weekend so you have time to get the dye out of their clothes and out of themselves. But you can fill up small jars of shaving cream or containers of shaving cream, preferably old plastic ice cream containers if you're holding them, and then you're going to mix them with food coloring or with Kool-Aid. Just keep in mind that if you use Kool-Aid, it does tend to stain hair. But you'll be outside in the rain, and they can go out, and they can literally let the rain fill up the, the containers with water into the shaving cream. And then they've got colored soaps, and they can throw them at each other, they can uh, throw them at the house, it'll be fine if it's a brick house, no one's going to get hurt. They can paint the dog, and it's all going to wash off in the rain. And if the rain ends unexpectedly, then you can come in and shower it off or bathe it off. But it'll be fun, especially if they have a small tent indoors. If they have a tent in a little tent outside, they can paint the sides of their tent and watch the soap drain down in different colors. It's fun. It's not expensive, except for the shaving cream, which you can usually get at a dollar store. And it actually gives them a chance to have a wet snowball fight with no, with no snow. Just hands full of shaving cream. Just keep in mind that you don't want to let it get too wet or it won't have any kind of hold. And they can just pour it on each other. It's great. So, have you ever filled a kiddie pool full of jello? I know. I know you're looking like why but trust me it's fun this is something you're going to have to pre-plan though because you need about 12 of the large containers of jello and you will put them out in the large boxes and it doesn't have to be jello brand gelatin I'm not sponsored I'm not the boss of you I won't make you buy that jello and judge you this is a no judgy jello zone okay so you're going to take that jello, the large ones, go outside, put them in a very small kiddie pool, okay? Preferably an inflatable one, but it doesn't have to be. It's just easier to, to clean that out because you can turn it inside out. 
Just cover the bottom while it's raining. Make sure it's a good rainstorm and watch it fill up. And then you could actually have them play and sit in the kiddie pool with the jello bottom. And they could have a good time just splishing and splashing and oozing around in there. And yes, I know, I'm putting up your washing machine bill in all of these lovely activities, but it is fun and it doesn't hurt anyone. And if they get it into their mouths, um, that's fine too. Just make sure they're clean before they go in and don't wear any shoes in the kiddie pool. Same rules apply. And that's another way they can have fun. And the, the photographs you can take are absolutely priceless. Another thing you can do during a rainy day, especially if you're near a park or in the suburbs or in your own country, is to do a nature walk in the rain. There are things that go inside and things that come outside when it rains. Sometimes you'll see a lot of snakes and other things that creepy crawl. You may see frogs, you may see toads, you may see cats running under cars or raccoons scuttling into trees. There's all kinds of wonderful ways to discover the world when the drops begin to fall around you. Plants uh, are something to observe as well at this time. Many people notice that when it's about to rain, the leaves on many trees flip inside out. They turn under and you see the silver sides of them or the undersides of them. That's something that you can show them. Also in addition to that, what you can do is have them explore on the different consistencies of mud. Some mud is really thick and it sucks your boots off and some mud is just kind of wet and splooshy. So they could get a chance to see what their world looks like when the weather changes. Also, they get to watch the different colors and flowers uh, when they're wet. Some flowers close all the way up and others, like petunias in this area, seem to just kind of hang open. So that's another thing they could observe. If they have a nature journal, this is a great time to record in it. And if they don't, it might be a good time to start one. And to keep it from getting super messed up, you could even laminate the pages after they take pictures and put it inside. we've come to the end of this particular episode as the rain seems to be coming to the end of its little torrent outside and I hope you enjoyed this I hope that my friends got some worth out of it I love sharing things with my friends and we're friends right and you don't have to limit these activities just to children you can do these activities on your own or with other friends who may not be children or who are children at heart there's absolutely no reason to stop exploring your world and there's no reason you can't come in for a nice steamy cup of coffee or tea or even just warm hot water and then you can also have some nice soup, uh, take a shower or a bath, warm up and share some friends time together with others or some good alone time and just watch the rain pass you by knowing that you were part of this change in the cycle of life for a little while and that there's no rain that's going to stop you from enjoying your day. So I wish you well, in grace I serve, and I hope to see you here again on my Magical Cottagecore Life.